Welcome back, everyone. My name is Brittany Ramos, the host for today's episode of our I Am Lee Sportscast, where we talk about everything sports and infuse slash highlight some of our intramural athletes and other guests. Today, we have a few members of the I Am Lee Sports joining us for a special episode of getting to know our staff before our upcoming basketball season this spring 2022 semester. Starting off with our staff members, tell us a little, a little bit about yourself. Hi, all. My name is Lou. I have been with Iron League Sports since 2019. I'm currently the graphic designer for Iron League Sports. Previously, I was one of the officials before COVID. I did not play any sports in high school, but I am a big fan of multiple types of sports. And that's kind of where my interests have always laid. Thanks, Lou. Here we also have Kristen. She is a recent or upcoming staff member for uh, IMA Sports, if you want to introduce yourself. Hi, everyone. Um, I'm Tin. I have been in IMA Sports since last year, August. So this is my second semester. Um, I'm training to become a staff member. And I also work with um, IMA Gaming on the gaming side of Imley Sports. I did do paddling in high school and I played volleyball, so yeah. Thanks, Jen. Here we also have our medic. Hi everyone, my name is Valerie and I am the medic for Imley Sports. I have been with Imley since 2019 and my current role is the medic. Um, I did join pre-COVID um, and I was still the medic. And in high school, I did actually play soccer for a little bit. We also have a previous member of our IME Sports who was also a previous player in our intramural league, JD. Hi everyone, I'm JD. Um, I have been with IME Sports as a participant since 2016 when I enrolled at the University of Hawaii, West Oahu. I migrated into becoming the photographer videographer for IMLE Sports. And now I do consultations for the IMLE Sports program. Uh, I participated in all sports in high school, also through college and also competed internationally in uh, various sports, which you may get to hear about a little bit later. Exciting. And lastly, we have our newest recruit, our newest um, assistant official, Talia. Would you like to tell us a little about a bit about yourself? Hi, everyone. Um, my name is Talia. Um, I was a player for, or I participated in some of the sports that um, I only hosted since 2019, my freshman year of college. I played sports in high school. I, I ran track and then I played basketball and then I played um, uh, club basketball. So yeah, that's a little bit about myself. That's good to hear, Talia. So what called you to be a part of the IMLE Sports Organization? What made you join? I think one thing that, um, I think my main reason I wanted to join was, um, I think I just missed organized sports and all after high school and after club season ended. And I also um, knew a lot of my friends were gonna join that went to other colleges on the island. 
So I was just super excited to play with people that um, I never got to play with or even my friends who never um, did sports in high school. And I thought it'd be pretty neat to um, just be a part of that. That's awesome. Is that the same? Is that similar reason as to why you joined JD? Uh, I'm a competitor at heart. So anywhere where there's competition, you're going to find me. Um, oh, I, I, I really like that. <laughs> 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 okay, 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 you're right, you're right, you're right. <laughs> I, I really enjoy uh, competing against myself and it's even more fun competing against someone else. It, it measures your ability to see how good you can be. And the IOMI sports program is a, be, be, a good way to figure that out. I absolutely love that response. Yeah, that's super awesome. Well, actually, it's kind of funny because everybody has these has these like awesome goals when it comes to joining Imley Sports. When my for me, I joined Imley Sports from a friend who was just like, "Hey, we need a ref." <laughs> Back in, I would say, uh, like twenty seventeen. Hey, we need a basketball ref or a volleyball ref. Do you think you could totally you join since you're also in school? And I was like, "Sure, why not?" And here I am. 2022 <laughs> with this amazing family but I know that um there are there's only there's two of us who also joined pre-COVID Val and Lou um what caused you guys to be a part of the IMA sports organization organization back then um I joined IMA sports because I um was an athletic trainer student in high school and there was an opening for the medic position here when I first enrolled at Leeward. So I, you know, looked up the position and I, you know, did research about it and I really liked what I saw. So I, you know, joined and then ever since then I've been here and loving every single moment. <laughs> I mean, I'm just a big fan of sports, like like I mentioned um, earlier. And I had a friend who he mentioned that, you know, kind of similar to you, Britt. It's like, you know, do you want to you want to position, you know, over here? Do you like sports? You know, do you you think you would be able to officiate sports? And so next thing I knew, I was applying for a job and having an interview. And here I am, you know, about three years later. And I, I think it was one of the best decisions I could have made. Oh, my gosh. My heart. Honestly, this IMLE Sports Ohana is something else, man. I, what, going into this, I would have never expected um, what, what we have. That's something special, completely. Yeah, definitely. definitely. And I know, Tin, um, thing, situation, uh, the situation, situation was a little different for you because you joined uh, during the pandemic. Um, to be honest... I'm trying not to be around the bush, but I got pulled in. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, um, doing sports in high school, it was like super fun. And like, it was very competitive for like all the sports against all the other high schools. But this is a very different um, like perspective and also being able to work with such great people like you all like um it was something that pulled me to becoming a better person I guess <laughs> um yeah. like yeah no I can't disagree with you really because I have this talk with Lexer all the time where we talk about how people just don't during the like once the pandemic hit people just don't really want to 
um, work or be in close contact with people or they, they just yeah. don't want to be in person. With, uh, like with our first in-person um, event with the our Fields and Agility uh, competition, it was like there was only four people who showed up. But I mean, I can understand that people are, are worried about the pandemic and people don't want to catch um, COVID. But it's just, it's been hard finding finding people really to join is. our team. Yeah. So thanks for joining our team, despite, yeah, <laughs> despite being pulled in. <laughs> you know, honestly, there is something to be said about, and what most people really don't understand about the family nature that we actually have. Uh, I was definitely attracted to joining this team because even as a competitor, I felt welcome into the league itself. And uh, that's what a lot of the students uh, really don't have that are not in a different group at school. Uh, Hawaii is different for me because I went to school on the mainland and the schools here are definitely different than the schools that are back there on the island. So there's a lot of different groups and clubs you can join uh, during school and then after school and the sports leagues are a little bit different. Being on an island is totally different. There's not there's some things you can do, but not as many as here on the mainland. So getting into an organization where you feel welcome, where you can compete, there's a competition thing again. Uh, it, it's just awesome. So IMD Sports is a great place to compete and also to work. That's awesome. I think that is really something that we tried to emphasize with our players too. It's part of our mission statement, you know, to build a community with not only our coworkers, but with the students as well, because the students not only want to compete, but they also want to build friendships and that and relationships. And that's that's what we our goal is to basically have um, students uh, enjoy their time in college instead of just being like uh, just studying constantly, you know, just instead of just always um, work, work, work. Someone like just like you, JD, people have like a very competitive heart and they they build relationships, relationships off of that. So. That's really good to hear coming from your player side, <laughs> from a participant side. So with us, we have a few um, referees. I believe Lou and Lou has refereed um, in our previous leagues where Talia will be refereeing in the next upcoming basketball season. So Lou, how about you tell us some of your uh, favorite sports that you enjoyed refing? Well, I was unfortunately only able to ref basketball because of COVID. Uh, but I was super excited for football as well. Football is my favorite sport, my absolute, just hands down, no, no competition, favorite sport. I was super excited to ref that. Um, and then basketball is a close second. And so I was really excited just being able to learn the game from a, an, a, an official's perspective and being out there and watching the the players get out there and and go you know go at each other and give it give it a good shot it was it was really fun for me to just be out there sharing that experience with my um with the players and with the other referees who were on the court it was really a good experience mm -hmm. that's awesome to hear and it's funny because i'm also one of the referees i was the head referee for basketball and the sideline referee for um football but both lou and i were able to ref Talia and uh, JD. So what were some memorable uh, moments that you had JD and Talia <laughs> with us refing? 
Um, I think my memorable moment goes back to just coming back to play basketball after a long time. Um, memorable moments is probably um, getting used to my team. A lot of times uh, when people form teams, they play together a lot. I think our team was thrown together. Getting used to the team, what they're going to do, getting used to uh, officiating, getting used to the new league, getting used to that gym being so hot. Uh, I think the biggest memory was just forming that friendship. Talia and I met on the basketball court. So uh, as team members, I remember watching her during one game where she was just up and down the court. They only had four people that week. And uh, oh my I remember God, thinking, <laughs> it was horrible. I remember thinking, horrible. you know, I can go help them assist in whatever they need. And that's how I ended up going. Uh, as far as officiating, I think you guys may have been as tired as we were running up and down the court. That's true. <laughs> that's true. We try to keep up. Walter, you, I don't know how you have the stamina of a two-year-old, but you're able to run down and back <laughs> the court way faster than I can. Like, and, <laughs> considering the experiences you've been in, even even during the skills and agility competition, when you would, um, you would, uh, show an example of how to do the 40 yard dash. I'm like, I would, no, mm -mm, I'd spray an ankle. <laughs> well, I think Talia can speak to this also. She has a background in track and field. So as a decathlete in high school, uh, that's where that stamina came in. You go out and you run, you know, all those quarters, all those half miles and everything else. So that ability stays with you if you stick with it to be able to get up and down the court. That's true. I remember that game specifically too, when you guys only, when um, your team only had four players. I remember yes. being like, hey Lex, is this allowed? Can they play? <laughs> it is shouldn't have been allowed. allowed. That was so critical, bro. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't remember who you guys, uh, who you were playing against though. Ooh, yeah, I think it was, I think it was a team in town or something. Probably haunting. It was all a blur because they had five. Yeah. Four, so. <laughs> no, it was definitely a blur. I probably blacked out half that game, honestly. That was nuts. <laughs> that was nuts, dude. No. I bet. Wow, that's awesome. Well, we're headed to a break, but don't go anywhere because we, when we come back, we've got some exciting news about our upcoming event. So stay tuned for the second half of our discussion after a few words from our sponsors. My dreams take focus, my hard work is paying off, and I'm eligible to join the Matanuska Valley Federal Credit Union since I'm going to school in Waipahu. The Waipahu Community Office is nearby. I can set up an account, establish credit, and get a loan, all online. If you live, learn, work, or worship in the Waipahu area, you're eligible to join. Federally insured by the NCUA. A welcome to all students who enjoy gaming. Imley Gaming is hosting team-based gaming events for Call of Duty Modern Warfare and League of Legends. If you want to play competitively or cooperatively, Imley Gaming has just the event for you. We are starting a new series called Let's Play, where Imley Gaming staff plays with students cooperatively. This is an opportunity for students to get to know Imley Gaming staff and other students. For all news gaming, follow us on Instagram at Imley Sports. Welcome back everyone to the second half of our episode with our Imley Sports crew, where we'll talk about our upcoming basketball season this spring 2022. 
you know what? I can't imagine what it's going to be like coming back to I Am Lee Sports, but not coming back to I Am Lee Sports. What is I that? I miss you guys already. Oh and Jade, oh, if you could officiate JD, that would save our lives. <laughs> we have four people. You. you would have a lot of mad students for the first two games, but it would make your life <laughs> completely easier the rest of the season. I don't mind mad students. We get that anyway, even with good refing. Mm-hmm. Like, we get mad students with good refing and bad refing. Like, there's like, <laughs> but as long as, like, I don't know, I'm perfectly fine with it. That's well, I'm you know, like, oh. one of the things that happened with uh, students is if they can get away with pushing the ref around or getting a call, they will continue on. As competitors, we do that. Uh, and it's for certain calls and stuff that, you know, certain players really like more than others. Uh, certain guards, when they get hit uh, in the tummy or get hit on the elbow, they feel like that should be an automatic call. But when they don't get <laughs> it, they get upset. Mm-hmm. When you have a guard that likes to drive to the hole out of control, he feels like that if he gets touched a little, he should get the call because he's out of control. And me, I'll look at him and say, hey, you're out of control, no call. But legitimately, if you have a guard that is going to the basket and does not use his opposite arm to push off and he gets hit, that's going to be a foul because you're going after the person and not the ball. Mm -hmm. So big guys on the inside, they should be able to take a lick every now and then. But if you have someone that's just hacking, which is they can't get to the ball because they're either vertically challenged or they can't jump. Um, they're they're gonna get the call following them because they're not going after the ball, they're going after the person. So those mm-hmm. little things will make you play defense with your feet versus playing defense with your hands. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's what I see a lot of the students that play in our league. Uh, that's one of the things they don't realize and understand. Yep. Yeah. And it'd be nice if they're listening to this podcast right now because then they'll know. They'll know why we call certain things. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, not even gonna lie, honestly, like, <laughs> like, I think it's just like, um, like, just like, I don't know, I think it's just as a player. I mean, I always just like put like, shrug my shoulders. And I'm like, every time there's a call against us, I'm like, oh, for real, for real, for real. <laughs> but it's so funny, because like, I, because then I didn't really know Brittany, but I knew Lou and Nick. So every time they they called a call against us I was I was gonna like you know they'd be like oh for real for real but I like you and Nick and so I'm like ah okay 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 I like you guys I was like I like you guys but like you know I think it's just I, it's just it's always gonna happen like if it's against the, like the team every player's gonna be like oh wow that's not even oh bad call bad call but yeah and then again like they don't like I think refing and playing are like two different things but you know so they don't completely understand you know like what, I mean, what you guys see, right? I mean, next, uh, this upcoming uh, spring, you're going to experience it, Talia. You'll see. You'll see. <laughs> I know. I'm, this is going to be all the karma, but all the, like, the, the mean things I said to refs. I'm just like, man, now I'm just going to have to, like, take it all. That's rough. Yeah, it's all going to come home to roost. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's how I felt when I played. Like, I first started, like, I only played basketball, you know, in high school. And so when I came into refing right after, it's like, oh, well, this is totally a different ball game. Like now I have to deal with myself. Like I had to deal like with how I acted towards yeah. like got mad at the ref for certain yeah. calls and 
and then and then that's when you start to sympathize you're like oh <laughs> i regret no. that kind of mean <laughs> like, oh, that was kind of rough there's certain things certain you know one of the things i found one of the things yeah. i found easy about transferring from uh playing to officiating is if you talk to the players it's, and Britt, you did this to me when we were down low it was me and another guy we were leaning on each other the whole game and uh those kind of things you can actually get away with because you have two guys that are there that know how to play the game and they understand how to play. And if the ref is talking to the players, then they're going to understand it also. So if you tell someone, hey, uh, you can't do this, you can't do this, and then you call them for a file, there is no other question for them to say anything else because one, you gave them a warning, two, you talked to them already, and three, they did it again. So mm -hmm. they're, they're just going to have a bad night. Mm -hmm. yeah especially I mean rest will try their best to communicate to the player so usually usually what I like to do is I like to give a warning if I see something I'll warn them like let's say someone has their hands on somebody right I'm like watch your hands I'll just say it you know mm -hmm. and sometimes if they don't hear it like I've already said the warning I'll call it if they're continuing to do it the next five seconds later and then once I call the call they'll ask me and they'll be like hey um Why'd you call the call? And I'll try to explain to them. I called it because of this reason. And, I'll, and I think that what's important is that communication between the ref and the player, as long as everybody is respectful towards each other. Of course, during the heat of the game, you know, things. And we understand that as, a, as both a yeah. player and a ref, we're going to understand that, like, we're going to say there's going to be different tones and different ways to say things, as long as it's not completely disrespectful. It's, it's, it's okay. You know, we understand. But it's funny that we talk about this and you mentioned that, JD, because <laughs> I remember one time, this is probably what, this is this is definitely memorable since the, I'm talking about it right now and I remember it, but this is like the first time I've ever refed, I probably um, like for basketball, for Ionly Sports. And I think it was the first time I've ever refed you, but I remember this specifically because it was, it was a game where I made a mistake as a ref, I, I gave someone three free throws because, because mm -hmm. you know the rule, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I remember that, yes. <laughs> Coming to me and being like, yeah, I don't think that's a thing. And then I was like, dang, I think you're right. <laughs> but basically, to, to long story short, um, somebody got fouled, right? And they got to shoot two free throws. They made the first one, they made the second one, but during the second one, the opposite team, JD's team, I think, they stepped over the line, right? It was some, it was like a mistake that, you know, generally what's supposed to happen is you just let it go and then it, the shot counts and then it's already the next ball. But what mm -hmm. I did was I called it as they get another shot. <laughs> they got another point so then oh and then i remember jd coming to me after he was like i don't yeah i think it's supposed to just be let go and i was like oh my god i think so <laughs> i gave another team an extra point and you know one point could win the game so it's like oh reps yeah. will make mistakes definitely <laughs> i you know i really commend uh our officials for some of the attitudes and stuff that are on different teams because I think I told you after one game with uh, West and somebody else I don't remember who it was 
but there were just tempers flared in the whole thing. I said, you know what? The first thing I would have done is I would have given the first person a technical file. And then as soon as somebody else mouths off, give the second person a technical file. You would not get that mouthing off anymore after that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, right. those was, are just- was that West this past year or like uh, that last year we played? Yeah, yeah, yes. everybody nuts, knows. Bro. Oh they my were god, nuts, bro. Oh yeah. my god, dude. Not even gonna lie, it, right? It's so funny. It now you guys wonder, you know what? I don't care. Um, you guys wonder <laughs> why I played with Leeward, and one yeah. of the reasons is I used to go to West and uh conduct some of the practices over there, whether it be football or we go play basketball and stuff together. And it just wasn't this thing to where, you know, some of the students wanted to participate as a team. Uh, they had their favorite NBA players and they wanted to emulate that, uh, especially during football season. We would have practice at a certain time. And uh, when I talked to Coach Ryan, I'm like, hey, you know, if I come in and give my time, I expect the students to do, you know, what it is that we set out we're going to do because we have a goal. And uh, I would have them showing up. They'd be in the cafeteria, even their girlfriend. They would be not showing up at all because they didn't feel like coming. I was like, you know what? I can't do this. So when I saw Talia on the basketball court with four people on the team and they needed someone, I was like, hey, you know what? They have a need. I'll go play for them. Yep. So that's yeah, how I ended up migrating to Leeward for all sports mm-hmm. uh, after leaving West. Yeah. I can't, I can't remember. I think it was, I can't remember who it was who told me like, cause I was actually deciding that first game. Cause I was like so nervous. Cause like, I mean, I never played like, um, like with both, you know, like a boys and girls. And I was like, man, it's just going to be rough. Like, and then I was thinking yeah. like, okay, well I was like, okay, maybe I'll just watch this first game. And then they're like, <laughs> oh, like we need, like there's only four people. And I'm like, no, yeah. <laughs> there's no only way. four people. <laughs> yeah, no way. And then they're like, oh, well, that guy might play. And they put it at Walter. And he's like, what, six foot something, bro. At least, like, at least. And I'm like, okay, well, why is he, why isn't he laced up? Like, why doesn't he have a jersey? Like, what's going on? <laughs> mm-hmm. But no, yeah, that was pretty rough. But I think that was a pretty good game to start off with. Because, I mean, well, first, I mean, wow, that conditioning, though. That could, <laughs> not going to lie. But it was also, like, I don't know. I think I, it just warmed up pretty quick to, like, everyone on the team. And I think, and I think yeah, like, right, like, humble beginnings. Everyone was pretty cool on the Leeward team. Everyone was nice. And then, and then I ended up just loving Walter. And then it was just, like, fun the rest of the season, honestly. The jitters yep. definitely go away, huh? After, once you start playing. Yeah, no, right when you blow the whistle, it's like gone. It's gone. <laughs> I'm in game mode. Yep. Like, this is what I remember this muscle memory. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so funny because I know on our team, we were, we were very supportive of everything that each other did. And I think that's why I like playing uh, in this league more than any of the other leagues that I did because we didn't have the, we didn't have the superstars on the team to go and show off. Uh, everybody was supportive of each other. Um, I look over at Charlie like, hey, come get me. She's like, no, you're good. Stay out there. <laughs> I was like, you better get in here. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it wasn't one of those things that where, you know, because you're the fastest person on the team or you can mm-hmm. shoot from one spot on the court better, I should be on the court. It was mm-hmm. a, you know, to make our team better, we're going to play our part and do our role and then go from there. Mm-hmm. And that's that's one of the 
the benefits of having you know that kind of communication and that like that you kind of build that relationship and trust with that team because like you said with like there's some teams that of course that we saw there would be those superstars and they would be like I'm staying in like I'm doing this like I'm yeah. you know I'm they, yeah. they try to take charge but not in a leadership way it's a, it's more so like I'm going to show off my talents or I'm I know I'm better than you know it's not humble and it and you can definitely see that when it comes to certain teams and just certain attitudes and refs yeah. will see that you know we're not robots we will notice <laughs> when there's like attitudes on the court so like it that we do our best to not let things affect our calls but we have to make sure like how JD said like if we start seeing how you would have dealt with some of the games that we had a technical foul would have shut everybody up and it's funny when you said when you talked about that too is because that was the first year that um Ranson our previous head ref he wasn't there and I think it was, that was my first time refing as the head ref and one to be being one of the first you know female head refs like you know of course people will challenge you more yeah like definitely yes. they will they yep. will pick and choose and they will try to bring you know to see how much you can handle and you just cannot back down and I think that's <laughs> definitely something we should take into account next next spring because I know there's going to be competitive <laughs> players like that Mm-hmm. You have to call that tech. Well, that I, one I can't incident? wait to come back to you guys. Is our training camp? So, um, yes, our training camp. Exciting. What was that, Val? Um, I forgot already. You by, and my mind went blank. <laughs> you you were like talking about an incident or something. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Um. That one incident at basketball, I think it was one of the West students, Cody, like hit the door or something. I forgot why. Oh, he no. threw the basketball at the door or slammed it into the floor. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that. yeah. yeah man. Don't yeah. worry, I won't put that, that in. A, I won't. <laughs> that would have been a technical foul. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for been. sure. For sure. It, technical it foul. Does, I think it, it if was it not? Because if it wasn't, then that's bad. But it definitely. I don't it think is. it was, right? I don't. I don't think it's it, an ejectable offense. Uh, I would have to read the IME Sports rules about it. Um, mm. It's poor sportsmanship, but yeah. it's also at the end of the game, and he was mad at his own team, not the other team. So you have to mm. take all those things into consideration. I don't mm-hmm. remember that. <laughs> But yeah. I'm sure, like, any any sign of, so for the rules, basically, any sign of when you slam the ball on the ground, it's the same thing like football. When you when you slam the ball on the ground, you know, not only is it a delay of game, but it is also a technical fault because of unsportsmanlike conduct. Any, like, mm-hmm. anything of that kind of sort, um, we it's definitely a, a technical foul. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because yeah. I feel like I remember the text that I give like I, I distinctly remember the situations that happen when I give technical foul, but mm-hmm. I don't remember that one. So maybe a tech wasn't called, but it definitely should have been. Yeah, so yeah. that is interesting. It's interesting. We were talking earlier about you know how students take, you know what's going on during the course of the game. Uh, Nick came up with the idea of I'm going to keep stats, so you can tell the person that's there for these stats and not for the team because they come up to the table. Hey, how many points did I get? Hey, how many rebounds do I have? Hey, mm-hmm. and I looked and I was like, really? Is that all you got out of this game? 
So <laughs> it, and uh, they asked me, I was like, well, check out the website next week. So yeah. that, that became my automatic response. Hey, when can I look at these videos you're taking? Check out the uh, website next year. So. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's a good response. And like, you would think that there would be more to take out of a game when it comes to certain things like that. But, mm-hmm. you know, when you, you when you think about it, superstars always want to know their um, <laughs> their points. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I would want to. But yeah. Well, so for this upcoming uh, basketball season, this will be our first time having an all-female referee staff. Let's go. Which is exciting, as well as it is, of course, a bit nerve-wracking. Because mm-hmm. not only is it an all-female ref- referee staff, it's majority of the refs have uh, little to no refing experience. Mm-hmm. And so the referees that we have for next uh, season, it'll be me, Lou, Talia, and Monica. Us, so it's us for for now. JD, I wish, I wish you could join us. I wish you could officiate as well. But as you, of right now, you know, if I can't officiate, I will use my role as a consultant to uh, assist you guys in uh, getting to where you want to go. Mm. You'll be there for our training days too, and our first day for basketball, huh? That will be awesome. Yeah, just let me know. But it is, and then maybe we can, uh, maybe we can get Lexer to uh, figure something out, because I need maybe. to stay in shape too. We'll see, because like usually for um, Lee Sports, we try to have at least five referees, because the amount of the amount of games we have in one day is five games. So we like to. Um, if it's three reps on the court and then two people will take a break. So we like to uh, rotate the game so that people can get breaks in between. And Lou is, you're injured, right? Technically speaking, yes. Uh, yes, that would be a yes. There's no technically. <laughs> <laughs> so Lou, you, you, from what I understand is that you can, I think you're only allowed to ref two games. So it's like we are a bit short on reps, mm. but we'll see how it goes. I mean, there's definitely pros and cons to having an all-female referee staff. Mm-hmm. It'll be exciting. It'll be the first for IMLE Sports. But as I as I stated previously, the players will nitpick you, and they will they will test your skills and your knowledge to the full extent to see at what you can take and what you know. And what they can do. Nice. We'll see how it goes. I'm very yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited too. Yeah, like I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. I don't think, you know, I think there will be a bit of a challenge at the beginning of the season with it being an all-female uh, referee group, but. We're, I mean, we're going to demand the same respect that they would give us. Uh, I mean, that they would give a male referee. Like, it's going to yeah. be that same respect for us and our authority mm-hmm. authority on the court. And once they understand that, then I don't think that there should be a problem. Yeah, that's true. 
right? Like this isn't high school ball. This is like, you know, I mean, everyone should be acting like adults, but you know, I mean, even looking back at like that first year, I mean, that was rough, man. I, I couldn't imagine being a ref during that, during, you know, some of the teams that were playing, but no, yeah, for sure. I'm excited. I mean, I'm a little bit nervous because I, I mean, I'm never, yeah, like no referee experience at all, but, um, but yeah, I'm for sure like ready to stand my ground and yeah, like Lou said, like demand the same respect, you know? That's awesome to hear. You know, interestingly, you know, you guys talk about um, officiating and the experience and everything else. The one thing you have over all the folks that are actually participating is that you're wearing the zebra stripes. So you're the expert in what you're doing. Uh, the mm -hmm. one thing that helps out a lot is to memorize the rules. When someone mm -hmm. comes to challenge you on something, uh, tell them to go back and read the rules in section two, subpart three, where it says that you cannot move off the line until the ball is released from the free throw person when he shoots the ball. Mm -hmm. And then that gets a player to think, it's like, oh, I didn't read the rules. I can't argue. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. it, it's just little bitty small things like that that um, will help you control the game also. Yep. And I like how you say that because my experience was with you, JD. <laughs> but I didn't know the rules. Know the rules. But it definitely, what I can say is that that will definitely help is memorizing the rules. But when it comes to refing, sometimes they just go over your head. And it for refing, from my experience, it does take a lot of practice to just really be when you're when you're refing, you know, you have to when you see things, it's it's a split second. You're gonna see that foul within a split second. And what is usually always right is what your gut is telling you. If you think that's a foul, mm -hmm. if you if what you saw for that split second was a foul, then you just automatically call it. But that takes some practice. You know, mm -hmm. yeah. usually you'll second guess yourself, you know. And even if you, even if there's a call that you missed, um, for me, when I was officiating in uh, Germany, uh, I was not afraid to let them know, hey, I missed it. Or, mm -hmm. hey, this is how I saw it. Um, and there, there's a mutual respect that's there as well, because you can't see everything unless you have uh, instant replay. And of course, we don't have it. Well, actually, we do have it because I record all the stuff on the side. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it's, you know, it's just getting comfortable with what you're doing. And I honestly think you guys are going to do a great job in what you do because I work with you all the time. So mm. I look forward to the season. That's really reassuring. I really, I, I, I look forward to it, too. I mean, they're, with the new experience, like, just coming back into it, I'm really excited about it being in person again you know mm -hmm. so it'll be something i predict it's that you guys are going to get some great news regarding basketball season this year and it's going to be really exciting that's my prediction for this season that's a, i hope so i don't even know how many teams we're going to have yet i'm not too sure how many signups we have but all we know is that we're capping at five teams oh no no five, five games a day and i think we're capping at 10 teams Maybe 11 okay. if we could do a buy game. But we'll see. Mm -hmm. We'll see how many people are excited to get back on the court. Considering COVID right now, uh, as of January 6th, is skyrocketing in mm -hmm. uh, Hawaii. I think we had the most cases today. It was like 4,000 something. So, 
You know, as much as COVID is skyrocketing there in Hawaii, I live in a state where they are non-believers. And it is crazy for me to walk outside of my house. I have to have triple mask on because everywhere I go, I went to New Orleans uh, before December, before Christmas, and nobody, when I say nobody was wearing a mask, I mean nobody. The signs are up on the doors that says you cannot enter this facility without a mask. And the people working inside weren't wearing masks and nobody else coming in was wearing a mask. So that was the better place that I went to. I left there and went over to Sandestin, Florida. And there was absolutely no mask mandate, no nothing. Signs up that says, well, if you've been vaccinated, you have the option to wear your mask. So if you weren't gonna wear your mask and you don't get vaccinated, who's to say you're not one of those people? So as soon as I got back here to Arkansas, I went and got my COVID test uh, to make sure that one, I wasn't uh, a carrier and have that peace of mind going, okay, I'm safe. I made it through those two locations. So so right before I get ready to leave here in a few weeks, I'm going to go back and take another PRC and then head back to Hawaii. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think it's definitely scary. it shouldn't be taken lightly. I mean, I, for one, I think I mentioned this earlier, but I got sick and I was, mm-hmm. I had a fever. I had some, what you would, would be normal COVID symptoms. I had a, a fever and a runny nose. And I was like, I had to basically hide in my room for the next three days until I got my test results, the, mm-hmm. um, the molecule test results. And I was like, so I was so sure I had COVID and, and the experience was horrible. Like I hate <laughs> Everybody who, who I know that has caught COVID, they hate being sick. And they wish, mm-hmm. like, they do not wish for anybody else to experience what they experienced. Luckily, I, I tested negative, but it was still rough. Like, you're, you're quarantined. You can't, you know, talk to your family. You have to make sure you're worried if your family had caught your sickness. And you just, you don't know nowadays. And it, it doesn't hurt to take those per, uh, precautionary measures, which is something we, we should take into consideration when, uh, repping because that will definitely I mean for this upcoming upcoming basketball season because I think that will definitely make an impact mm. so I have a question for you guys uh, looking for looking forward to the upcoming season what are you most excited about mm. <sighs> I'm just excited for it to like be back in person like basically that's it because it's so like nice you know having the whole organization and everything and then mm-hmm. seeing everyone play and like in their roles I just wanted to like be back in person because like we you know when it switched it was like oh, we don't have that like that adrenaline that fun because it's just like on the screen you know you're sitting down you're not walking all around all day mm-hmm. yeah Lou. hi believe in human interaction as almost a necessity. Um, at some point, I believe human interaction is healthy. And so I'm, I'm very excited to, like how Val was mentioning, just being back in person and watching people do something that they enjoy, us being able to do something that we enjoy, be around the people that we're used to being around and coming together on like a, a common interest. Like it's, we're going to have to take multiple, multiple precautions to make sure that we're keeping each other 
um, safe from COVID, but I'm just so excited to just to be back, just to try and, you know, just try to, oh my goodness, like. I know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Talia, you're going to be making that uh, switch from player to official. And uh, mm -hmm. it's been difficult not being together during COVID. So what are you looking mm -hmm. forward to? Oh, man. I mean, I think, I mean, yeah, I mean, we haven't even had, I mean, besides the, I think, the football one that you guys had or like the, um, that one. I think, I mean, we haven't had like an organized sport, right, since like 2019, bro it's like 2022 bro <laughs> like and I think like it's just like um I mean I think even, uh, whether I was gonna play or be an official I think I'm just excited to see like who comes back maybe some new faces that we see mm -hmm. um and I think um in terms of like me switching over I think uh, yeah I think I just miss basketball and all um and I think um refing will kind of be like something different to try and um and then and I also like enjoy like this team and um, yeah I'm like, super excited to work with like different people um watch people play you know be that ref that's like shooting during the the timeouts but um but yeah I think I'm just super excited like Lou said um yeah and Valerie like just like human interaction seeing everybody um seeing things slowly go back into person. Um, yeah, I'm super excited. So Brittany, you have uh, the experience of pre-COVID and also during COVID to do certain things, but now you have stepped into the role of the lead official. So how is that gonna play a role that's different with your new team around you now, going into the new season post-COVID? Well, during COVID. <laughs> during COVID yeah I like, I like that uh well I I luckily I was able to get uh some experience actually remember I think if we can recall in 2020 we had basketball but it was yeah. cut short yeah. and so during that time yes. I think I was already the head ref and it was I got some experience from there from being a head ref there but unfortunately yeah it was cut short because of COVID and so um, taking that now, honestly, it's been like, what, a year and a half since I've refed. I am rusty. <laughs> I am very rusty when it comes to, I, I only recently have I started watching my little sister play basketball for um, high school because she's a senior now where she unfortunately had to miss her junior year of um, basketball. So being able to see and watch uh, games again was just so exciting I miss cheering I miss um just the excitement and the you know all of just just watching basketball I think was is really fun and that's something you really get to do as a ref so coming into the new um the new upcoming season I'm really excited to be able to watch the talent you know that we that come because every single year we get just some like brand new talent and I, and I I always question myself like why aren't they playing and you know in like d1 why are they playing you know in in college the like college basketball but i think i'm really excited and i'm also really excited for our team to just be able to be together again 
So are we going to have um, a ref team that's going to compete at some point in time against either the winners or exhibition game or something <laughs> no, like that? No, come on. I'm so <laughs> I think I haven't. We, I think we do that after, right? I don't know. I thought I thought we would. We I think we would play basketball after. I, oh yes, I think when this was when uh, Roblet was here. Roblet Nala. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, so we, um, yeah, we used to play basketball against like people who would just stay just, after people who just ended their game and they just wanted to keep playing. We would actually. At the end of um, all the games, the refs would join in, and we'd all play basketball together. So, if, if any of our viewers want to, you know, see our talent, want to show up, <laughs> y'all want to show up, we can, we yeah. can show up. No. I know, was like, y'all was y'all was mad about that call. Well, come on, one v one right now, bro. One v one for the call, bro. <laughs> I know. I think it was weird doing volleyball, and then it was the ending of the end. We all were like playing one day with all the um, students, which was really fun getting to know them, getting to actually talk to them and stuff like that. So that was good. Mm -hmm. And one thing I feel like our students, the the players don't realize sometimes is that we're all students, you know, we Mm -hmm. are all, you know, kind of the same in in a way. And so that I feel like at the end, when we do play against each other, that's when we can relate the most because we just are Mm -hmm. doing something that we love. Yeah, it's not differentiating from like working and like players. It's more like we're just together and like title. Mm-hmm. A big mahalo to our IMLE Sports crew for joining us on the show today. Make sure to follow us on social media. Our Instagram is at IMLE Sports and be sure to support our sponsors that we advertise on the show. We're on Spotify, so you can find us with a simple search IMLE Sportscast and select follow to get the latest updates on when we release new episodes. Mahalo to all of our listeners. We appreciate your support. And as a reminder, Stay active, stay healthy, and stay tuned for our next episode of the IMLE Sports Class. This is your host, Brittany Ramos, signing off until next time. Mahalo.